Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. Today is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. We're coming to you to review Sunday, September 10th, 2023 here at High Point Community Church. This is Blake. I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill and Miss Tiffany Wilson. What's up? And um, we apologize for not coming to you yesterday on Monday. That would have been a great day to come to record since it was September 11th. We'd had an opportunity to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Of course, we can still... you guys want to, um, but uh, Joey and I had a big event to go to. I need to hear about this. Apparently, it was an right, ordeal right out of the gate. <laughs> uh, well, yesterday morning we were the three of us were at the Cane Creek Food Bank helping unload the monthly food truck to prepare for their the food bank event mm-hmm. that takes place. Is it the same Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Second, the second Saturday. Mm-hmm. The, well, the third. Third Saturday? Mm-hmm. What? Isn't it? It can't be. No, a second. It's the second Sunday yesterday. Yeah. September 1st was a Friday. So oh, this really? will be the third Saturday. Hmm. Hmm. Third yes. Saturday of every month. We're on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> we just this know. This is we, why we bought like a big clock with the date on it. A giant clock with a date. We know we get a text <laughs> that says truck's coming tomorrow or <laughs> right. whatever. And we show up and unload a truck. Anyway, but after that, <laughs> you're just going to stay quiet. You're not going to say Like anything. I said, why am I going to willingly walk into this? <laughs> so so what it, I know... It was a mistake. Yeah, what, yeah, you tell us, tell us what you know. What I know is there was a ribbon cutting of a new office and possibly lunch. Lunch? Or, we or maybe... I, yes. Maybe. Yes. There, Possibly there was no invitation. mention of it, but oh, you you thought they might serve? Yeah, like, they might. That serve like little. So there was an event. Yes. Do we don't need no. to say everything about the? No. Okay. No. All right. Just um, <laughs> Joey was invited to a ribbon cutting. Yes. And he had a plus one. <laughs> I did. Now the invitation was via email. Yeah. And it was one of those e invites where it was like it had the envelope and you tapped on the envelope. Mm-hmm. And the envelope, come, I mean, the invitation come out of the envelope and, you know, was all animated. It was really fancy. Fancy. And <laughs> and there was a picture of the building and a friend of mine was going to cut the ribbon. And, yeah. <laughs> and so it was an invite. And mm-hmm. and so I noticed that it was on Monday and I was like, yeah, we need, the, I, I get to bring one person. Let's. I'm bringing my executive pastor, so <laughs> it, it 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 basically wanted you to respond RSVP at that moment to that invite, and so I did. I said absolutely, and and I asked Blake, and he was like, "Yes, let's do it." And so, which we, that's all I knew. Okay, was what I was told. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what I was told verbally. Okay. So, and so then this on, is supposed to be. Oh, go ahead. Now on the way, so. Uh, we go. We do the food bank. Well, we felt like okay, this is going to be uh, 
not like dress attire necessarily, mm-hmm. but nicer. But it's a press release, so you you know if yeah. you're in you know not, they may be taking pictures. You, not you t-shirts and gym shorts. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you we're don't not want, gonna, want to look like you just rolled up there. Right. <laughs> we, you don't want to look like you've just been unloading a grocery truck <laughs> like we have in, exactly. in this heat. Yeah. So we leave there. We leave the food bank, and we both go to our homes and do something change. we normally don't do. What? Get dressed up. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't call this like, I wouldn't say we were dressed up, but we definitely weren't. Yeah, we weren't what we would normally, we were nicer attire than we would normally We were wear. nice enough that when we walk into the room, another person would go, oh, y'all look nice. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I, I thought that here, when you walked in, yeah. Someone here would have said yeah, that. Yeah, so nicer yeah. than you would be on a Sunday morning. Probably, or close. Close, which is just, yeah. I mean, we just wear T-shirts in the office is the right. difference a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. not that we don't wear collared shirts sometimes, but sure. anyway, <laughs> we we just knew we were going to be unloading a truck, and, there, and therefore we needed to go change. So yes. that, that's really what it boils down to. So we did that, and then, then we I met go, up, rode together. I go meet him. We get, in, we get in his vehicle, and we're headed that way, and I say, do you know where this place is exactly? <laughs> And he says, no. I said, why? Well. And we're already going to be late. Yeah, we're already going to be late. And then he realizes he has to stop for gas. So I'm thinking, we're going to come willing in the parking lot in front of the building while they're trying to cut the ribbon. Uh-huh. You know, and here we yeah. come like waving. Hey, wait, 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 wait. So that's what I'm thinking. So we, uh, so I start Googling. And before he can even open his e-invite, I find the address to mm-hmm. to the facility and I put it in and we're off and we're on our way. And we realize, okay, it's really easy to get to. So we we arrive and we pull up and there doesn't appear to be much fanfare outside. Mm-hmm. There, no, not much. There's a lot of cars and I mean not a lot of cars. There was a handful of cars. <laughs> right. And so we're thinking, okay, well it's inside yeah. because it's hot. Mm-hmm. They're doing And there's inside. a parking deck next to it. So I thought to myself, all the cars are in the parking deck. <laughs> but we did park. <laughs> right up front. Right up front. <laughs> and we walked right up to the front door. Right uh-huh. up to the front door. and Pulled and, on the front door. And it's locked. And it's locked. Oh, no. And I look at him, and I'm like, it was here, correct? So I like, look at the invite <laughs> to see hey, at, if it was and, there. And I'm looking at the other doors. I'm peeking in the windows. Like, we're ringing <laughs> the call button or about to ring the call button to see. Like, <laughs> And then, and I'm like, make sure it has this address on the invite. And, and he so says, I start sure. reading the says, invite. Read the invite. <laughs> it says it right here. here. Two, what was it? 210? 210 Wildwood <laughs> Parkway, <laughs> Homewood, Alabama. Yeah. Monday, October 9th. <laughs> and as soon as he says that, like he's saying it matter-of-factly. <laughs> and when he says that out loud, we both I immediately turn my back to him and start walking towards the car. In my defense, I, I turn and walk the other way. <laughs> We both just turned opposite ways of each other and started walking away. Like, I don't want to look at you and you don't want to look at me. He don't want to look at me out of embarrassment, and I don't want to look at him out of spite. Like, we're walking away from each other. Please tell me you didn't have to walk back. Huh? Please tell me you didn't have to walk home. No. Oh, oh you mean oh, like yeah. I left him or something? Yeah. No. No, I was driving. He was driving. Okay. Yeah. So we go get in the car, and I, I mean, we're n- neither one of us are saying anything, and he's like, 
did you want to get something to eat? <laughs> and I was like, let me just get a sweet tea. Hang so, on now. <laughs> I was doing that for you. I'm I know I can't eat right now. Yeah. Because I'm fasting with a group. So but yeah. But he was like, no, I, I've already eaten. I, I I knew you were. You said I knew you were fasting. I didn't want to yeah. put you in a weird spot. <laughs> and then so I see a Milo's as we're pulling out, and I was like, I'll, I'll take a sweet tea. I'll get a sweet tea. <laughs> Just so, give me something. Yeah, so I'm all dressed up with nowhere to go. <laughs> at least I can go to Milo's <laughs> at Lakeshore. And so, <laughs> so he pulls in the parking lot. I get out and I go in. I go in and get a sweet tea. And I'm in there fixing it, and I'm just thinking about how funny this is. And then I get get back out. But, but also thinking of, like, which, honestly, I say I had a lot to do. I did, I had I had already prepared for us to be gone mm-hmm. yesterday. So I'd kind of been working on some stuff at home on the computer and stuff like that. So anyway, I get, get back to the vehicle, and I get inside. And the very first thing I said to him is, how are you still alive? <laughs> That's exactly what he asked me. But that's not all you said. You said, you said, you got to hurry up and get off this fast, man. Cause you, oh, yeah. you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did say that. So, so uh, that's what, that's but then what, I said, but my saving grace was this. I was like, see, you thought you were going to be late. We are a month early. That's <laughs> true. So that's funny because I'm also doing the fast with the Joey, the group that Joey is. And on Sunday, uh, Wendy Lucas, who goes to goes to High Point, she had been telling us about archery lessons through Center Shot Ministries, and so they started a new session on Sunday, and my oldest son wanted to participate, so I took him down to Gardendale at four o'clock. Well, what is this? What is it's, this? It's archery archery lessons, but it's a Wait. ministry that does it, and so they do like devotions with it and stuff. Wait, so it's a archery ministry? Yeah, for mm-hmm. real? Yeah, but they teach like. Older kids, so you got to be like nine, ten to, to start. Do they teach? But like, then, like through teenagers, really was, old kids. There was actually like, an adult there. Like yes, forty-one. Like, you could participate if you wanted. Can I dress up like Robin Hood? <laughs> <laughs> you might get some people creeped out, but <laughs> yeah. sure, go for now, it. Is that is that a ministry of a church? We can give a shout it out is, to. Uh, it is at GFBC. But okay. that's the funny part. I showed up at the Gardendale Civic Center. <laughs> Oh. They were like, "What are you talking what about?" You talking I was about? like, "Where, where, uh, uh, where's center shot? Where all the old guys dressed up like, like Robin Hood?" Yeah, she's and like looking at arrows in twain. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line from Robin Hood: "Men in tights." When he, I just when got he that sp- picture of you in tights. When he way. splits the arrow, you know, yes. like on all Robin yes. Hood movies. Uh-huh. Yes. And the guy stands up in the crowd and is like, "He split Robin's arrow in twain." twain. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Uh, so so you ended so up at the, wrong, up at the place. wrong place, okay. and I had to. They couldn't find it in their calendar. I'm calling Wendy Lucas. I'm like, where am I supposed to be? She's like, it's <laughs> in the gym. And I was like, at the Civic Center. And she said, no, at GFBC. And I was like, oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> fortunately, it's right across the street. But yeah, mm. I did the same thing, and I told her I blame it on the fast. Let's do that. Messing with me. Let's do that. <laughs> I blame the fast. <laughs> That's. I can function. <laughs> I can function. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're blaming your spiritual discipline. Ooh. <laughs> Ow. Maybe. 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 It's called. Blaming the side effects of the spiritual discipline oh, on my flesh. Sometimes you got to take two steps back to go three, four, yeah, four, sure. something like that. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> anyway. Well, do you feel better now that you got that out to the worldwide? 
a little. You know, a little. Okay. So I want you to know that I came in the office this morning and I held that information. Yeah, I, I figured you had you would have already shared it, but you've been saving it. No, he's so. been holed up in his office trying not to. I think because I haven't heard anything from him <laughs> this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are right. Sorry, my my computer dinging like crazy over here. My computer or my phone one. I'm not sure. Mm. Anyway, mm. but um, I got something that is that uh, I've got a game. I got a game for you guys that's also a... Uh, Say what? <laughs> Say what trivia. Mm-hmm. So crazy, interesting... To the two people that are fasting that just... <laughs> no. Just, just declared our declared mental our, our handicaps... <laughs> They better be easy. That's all I got. I gotta say, say what has transformed. Why? Because it was news stories. And Crazy now news it's, stories. It's well, randomness, I just, but I like it. It just seems like you know it kind of gets in a rut on crazy mm-hmm. news stories because what you have is you have all these news outlets that just share the same stories, right? And so many of the crazy odd news stories just have to do with animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all notice that? I, yeah. I mean, I started that. having to look like really hard to find ones that weren't that didn't involve animals. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, it's always something like that. Sure. You know, like a baby cat and an alligator are best friends. You yeah. know, it's stuff like that all the time. So. Brownie, Joey's wife, actually sent me a link to one over the weekend that was about a bear named Tripod. Because he had three legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this has got to stop. So I've got 15 got questions here that I just thought were like interesting questions. Okay. Okay. So let's keep score. Oh, my God. I don't have anything to write with. Well, we don't We don't have to. You can just uh, keep up with how many you get right. <laughs> oh. I can't count to 15, apparently. <laughs> I just think it would be funny. Can I, I Google? No, you can't Google. You can't touch, your, can't touch your phone. Um. <laughs> And I, I, I just think that some of these are interesting. They're Some of them are funny. Um, anyway, you'll see what I mean. But they're all different, very different. So I'll ask both of you at the same time. So we'll alternate who has to answer first. How about that? Okay. So okay. You, Joey, we'll start with you, and then we'll just alternate back and forth. Mm-hmm. What fictional character is believed to be real by more than 25% of Americans? Mm. Fictional character. Mm-hmm. So the fact you said character means it's tied to a movie, a film of some sort. Because, I mean, honestly, I, my, my first guess is Bigfoot. Hmm. That would be my first guess. Okay. About 25% of Americans. 25% of Americans, absolutely. Okay. That'd be my guess, but I think it's probably not that because I think it's tied to a fictional character in the movie, like Iron Man or something like that. I'm gonna go Tom Sawyer. That's a great guess. Both of you are in- incorrect. Right. <laughs> the correct answer. It used to say twenty five percent of Americans believe that Sherlock Holmes oh. is a real character. Yeah. How about that? I can see wow, that. Wow, I can see that. All right, Tiffany, to you. What country has more than half of its population believing in elves, 
dwarves, and ghosts. What country? Precisely 57% (laughs) of this country swear to the existence of elves, dwarves, and ghosts. Mexico. Yeah, that's going to be my answer. (laughs) Because we did a news article on it. (laughs) I was going to say Mexico. Um, uh, Venezuela. You are both incorrect. Mm. I don't think you put enough thought into that. Mm. Elves, dwarves, it's Iceland. Ah. Uh. All right, Joey. Or, or, now I'm wondering if either of you get a, one right at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I told you to get ready. <laughs> Joey, why do dogs like squeaky toys? You know, I've already. I love. It. I've, I just want you to know. Already this morning, I've answered about four or five different very tough theological questions really? to people in our church, and I come to here, and this is what I get. Why do so, dogs like squeaky toys? Welcome to ministry. Squeaky toys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, because they feel like they're killing something. Maybe. Okay. I feel like it's dying when they bite it. I guess my answer would be along the same lines. It sounds like an animal, like a mouse or a cat. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to give you both point. Uh, Tiffany's more right, but I think she had a little bit of advantage because she was playing off of your answer a little bit. Oh, was okay. It? it mimics a dying animal. Yeah. Well, that's what, exactly what I said. It's that instinct, it's that killer instinct. That's it. Kicks that in. what I said. <clears throat> okay. All right, Tiffany. On average, what do Americans do 22 times a day? 22 times a day? Yeah. This, this, one, this one I'm not sure I, I buy, but apparently it's true because I found this number in multiple places. 22 times a day. 22 times a day. Hmm. I want to say pick up their phone, but I feel like it's more than that. I'll give you a hint. It's not past gas, except <laughs> except on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> what Thank do Americans you. do? That what do Americans do twenty two <laughs> times a day on average? What you got? Oh, is it me now? No, it's, it's still her. She hasn't yeah, answered. I'm, I'm, no, I'm still going with pick up your phone. Pick up your phone? Okay. Yeah, okay. Even though I feel like it's probably more than that. I had some. I have a feeling it has something to do with the body. I mean, my first thought was maybe swallow saliva, but I think it's more than 22 throughout an entire day. And I guess, are you talking about a 24-hour period? Like this? Generally, that's what you mean when you say a day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily. I, I'm kidding. Not I'm necessarily. Kidding. I'm being a jerk. To the time you go to bed. I'm being a jerk. Yeah. 20, like, we, we know. Yeah. 22 I, times a day. So That's this, all it says. This could happen while you sleep. Is that what we're saying? Do I tell him? Is Because that's a No, hint. that's... Okay. Okay. That's prying. <laughs> cheater? Mm, I'd say burp. Open a refrigerator. Huh. <clears throat> that seems like a lot. It does. Neither one of you have opened the refrigerator 22 times, have you? 
Well, I have a toddler who drinks a lot of juice and milk. So no, I'm saying like, now I'm going to find myself counting because right. you're on a fast. Right? I'm going to be counting now. <clears throat> All right, still score is excessive. Yeah, it is. A, it I thought it like sounded excessive. All right, it's still an abysmal one to one. Here we go. Uh, and what? So this, Joey, this is to you. By the way, opening a fridge that many times. If you're a mother, then yes, right. It's not for yourself. Because it's constantly. I need mm-hmm. a snack. I need a cheese stick. I need a yogurt. I yep. need juice. I got it. Go ahead. All right, Joey, this is to you. In what state is it legal to hunt unicorns? <laughs> it's it's in the it's in the law. It's I've in the books. I actually read this before. It's in the books. In what US state, okay? It's legal to hunt unicorns. Come on. It's one out of one in fifty. Come on. <laughs> one in fifty chance. One out of fifty three. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 50. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm sorry. That's what our, that's what by the way, that's Mandela. Thought. No, that's Mandela effect, by the way, because you know, there's a lot of people re- that say they remember being taught that there were 52 states when they mm-hmm. were in grade school, but that's, mm-hmm. that's never been taught. It's never been mm-hmm. taught. Yeah. It just sounds right. Yeah. When you say it, 52. Mm-hmm. Um, what state is it legal to hunt unicorns? Man, I, I, I'm, I remember reading something about this, and it was like an an all like in, from being from Alabama, it would be an off state to me, you know. Okay. Um, something like a maybe like a Maryland. I won't say Delaware, Maryland, Maryland. I'll go with Maryland. All right. I'm gonna go with California because it's California. Because they need extra help. Yeah. They got all kinds of extra going on They got on all over kinds there. of encouragement out there. You're both incorrect. It is Michigan. Ah, interesting. Mm, my see? second guess would have hey, been Alaska. My mind is pretty close because I, I really did. I was like, it starts with an M. It's legal yeah. to hunt unicorns in, in the state of Michigan. Hmm. Makes me wonder what the, what the record is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? How'd it score? Yeah. <laughs> and where's, where's that trophy at? I don't see yeah. that trophy. All right, Tiffany. What was Walt Disney deathly afraid of? Oh. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, snake clowns. What? <laughs> snake? Snake clowns. That's so very random. specific. That's very random. <laughs> no. Um... um I don't know. Falling? I've got another Ice. phobia question here in a few minutes about another well-known figure. Mm-hmm. So your answer is falling? Yeah, like heights are falling. My answer is witches because they're always in his stories. Is it mice? It's mice. <laughs> oh. It's mice. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> so neither one of you got it. Oh, come on. You didn't get you. Ch- you, you said, said Falling. Falling. No, you can't. Uh, you can't like launch pad off my answers. I didn't. Mice have nothing to do. My with answers witches. are so. But isn't close. that ironic? Yeah. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. You know, this is not a question for you guys, but another ironic piece of information about that. Um, he was deathly afraid of mice, um, and that was one of the reasons for the creation of Mickey Mouse is because he was so afraid of them that he wanted to endure them to himself in some way, but mm. also. The speed at which you measure the there is a a unit of measurement that is used to measure the speed of a mouse cursor on a screen. 
is called a Mickey. Huh. Interesting. Isn't, isn't that interesting? Things that make you go. Hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. See, this this is why I thought this is why this is a say what trivia, oh, right? Because yeah. it's it's inform it's a, yeah. you, it's at our expense. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. All right, Joey. This one's for you. <laughs> Here we go. Do cows moo with regional accents? Yes or no? <laughs> well, you know, I did a sermon one time <laughs> on babies. The way they cry, they cry in different accents based on where they're from. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's scientific proof of that. But cows mooing with the same? And the answer is yes or no, right? That's what I'm asking. That's all you're asking. Yes or no. Uh, I I had to make y'all's chances at this a little better than what it's been. If he says yes, do I have to say no? Nope. You can say whatever you want. I say no. I, I don't see how a cow... Okay. Pick up an accent. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but not because it's based on like human speech accents, but like just because they spread out from each other and make different sounds and they pick up on each other. Cows, in fact, do moo with regional accents. In fact, some cattle farmers, experienced cattle farmers, they can listen to cows. They can listen to recordings of cows and tell you what region of the country they're from. And some in certain states, can even tell you if they're from a northern or a southern part of the state. Wow. Hmm. That's very interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> Let's do bigger things with our lives, people. So it's, it's two to one. Let's talk about unicorns again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a group of unicorns? Because <laughs> I know we all see one unicorn pretty regularly. But seldom do you see a group of them. So what would you call that? <laughs> um, you know, like a like a, there's like yeah, a like pride a, of lions. Or like a gaggle of geese. Yeah. Yeah, there's no So what do you call a group of unicorns? Is it a rainbow? <laughs> That's a great guess. I That's don't know. a great guess. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, you know, they're, they're still predominantly horses, mm-hmm. you know, mm. so I'm going to say herd. It's called a blessing. <laughs> That's the real answer. Why are you asking us this stupidity? <laughs> Why? I can just see Why? some old guy I'll sitting never on his get porch. This time back in my life ever. He's a big old group of unicorns run through the field and be like, that's a blessing. That's a blessing right there, y'all. Hey, kids, kids, y'all just, stop what you're doing. Take a look. That's Anytime true, I read, he blessed them in the Bible now. I'm just going to have unicorns. to think he gave them a group of unicorns. unicorns. He blessed me. Ooh. All right, Joey. <laughs> what color is the black box on an airplane? Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with gray. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the obvious black and be afraid that it's wrong. You're both incorrect. Is it red? It is orange. Mm. So it can be seen. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <clears throat> All right, I got to figure out how to ask this question because the way it's worded is a little different. <laughs> people so applying, people applying for a job at Walmart. Okay. Versus people applying to get into school at Harvard. 
which one has a lower acceptance rate? Percentage-wise, would you be more likely to get hired at Walmart or would you be more likely to be accepted into Harvard? Because it's a question, I'm tempted to say Walmart. I asked the question. Stop <laughs> looking. You're asking a question back to me, like in a weird way. So let's. I'm the one asking questions here. Um, at risk of being wrong, I'm going to go with Walmart. Okay. So that somebody gets it right, I'm going to say Harvard. <laughs> you are more likely, percentage wise, to be accepted into Harvard as to be hired at Walmart. That's Tiffany crazy. is correct. It's three to one. You better put your rally cap on. <clears throat> Joey. I'm sorry. I'm not feeling very competitive today. What, Joey, what famous musician composed the music for the video game Sonic the Hedgehog 3? <laughs> this is an inter- interesting piece of information. I'll tell you this. They're extremely well known. This is not an obscure musician. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Not 2. Don't get those confused. 3. <laughs> All right, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is it a single person or a band? What are they known for? Composed are they more the known as a single person or more known as a band? If it's a is it the composer or who played it? Well, they composed the music basically they wrote it and recorded it okay. for the video game. So it's it's instrumental music. You still haven't answered my question. <clears throat> All right. Since neither one of you have answered, I will answer that question. No, I want to answer. I just... This person is predominantly known as being an individual performer. Okay. Hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. Three. Three. Which I have not seen, so I'm totally guessing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie. It's a video the game. game. Oh, <laughs> I didn't hear that part. <laughs> video game. What date is it today? Um, <laughs> uh, mm, eight. And it's a guy? Well, that's another question. <laughs> no, no. I think you said he a while ago. Is this you the said, third time I'm going to call you a cheater in this game? <laughs> okay. Since neither one of you have answered, yes, this is a male. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's got to be something. It's got to be something that's more like. It's got to be upbeat. It's got to be... Yeah, yeah. Like, it's got that, like, trap mix kind of thing about it. Like, mm-hmm. So, um, man, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, Let's say... Is he alive or dead? <laughs> You can't do this. Cheater. Answer. Answer. You can't do this. The guy I want to say, I can't remember his name. Okay. 
Well, like, um, Pharrell Williams. Okay. Tiffany? I'm going to go with the only person's name that I know that composes music because I'm not good with like musicians and stuff and okay. bands. John, okay. John Williams. So you guys way overthought this. <laughs> I said from the jump, this is not an obscure person. This is a very well-known John person. John Williams isn't obscure. He did the music for like Star Wars. Okay. This is that this person is that's obscure. <laughs> the 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 music for Sonic the Hedgehog 3 was composed and recorded by none other than Michael Jackson. Okay. That's why I asked. <laughs> if he's alive or dead. <clears throat> All right. Whose turn is it to start? Your turn? Yeah, yeah. Yes. How close are we uh, to being done? Yeah. <laughs> Not too far. <laughs> yeah. How much uh, more embarrassing? Three or four more questions. Uh, uh, Tiffany, which two countries have never missed the Olympics? <laughs> um, uh, I think I would have got most of these. Whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Any idea? I'm going to throw out... Two countries. Switzerland and UK. Okay. US and Russia. Tiffany gets half a point. <laughs> I get half a point? Yeah, for Britain and uh, Greece. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, so it's three and a half to one. Is that right? Sure. All right, Joey. <laughs> like you even care. Johnny Depp yeah. is, is famous famously afraid of what? Scissors and knives. <laughs> you said that because of Edward Scissorhands? That's a good guess. Is that not I was going to go with pirates. Pirates. Okay. You're both incorrect. It is clowns. You should have said snake clowns. Snake clowns. Snake clowns. I you should have got another half point. <laughs> All right. The, all right, here's my last two. I like both of these. <sighs> Tiffany, what daily habit is specific? Well, not specifically. What daily habit is scientifically proven to inspire creativity? I'll, I'll give you some clarification. This is something that almost every one of us do pretty much every day. And this is scientifically proven to inspire creativity. Uh, My chair keeps squeaking. Uh, go for a walk or get outside. Well, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Getting outside. Going outside. Okay. Yeah. Joey? Mm, and it, it is something that every person does every day. Nearly. Hmm. Drive. You're both incorrect. Showering. Taking a shower is scientifically proven to inspire creativity. How about that? <clears throat> All right, Joey. Last one. Here we go. So you can't win this at has this been point. Brutal. I know. You can't win at this point. Mm. I th this has been fun for me. Uh, <laughs> Do I get sure. a trophy or something? <laughs> Joey. How long can a wood frog hold its urine? <laughs> God, I was hoping I could say that. Ask that straight face. Joey, Joey, how long can a wood frog hold its urine for? 
Question. Is a wood frog a type of frog, or are we talking about a wooden frog? No, a wood frog. It's a type of frog, a wood frog. Joey, how long can a wood frog hold its urine? This is Does that sound like a Dwight Schrute? This podcast off. No, 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 no. No, we're fixing to make a turn here. Does that um, does that sound like a Dwight Schrute question? Yes, it question. Does. How long can a wood frog hold its urine for? Because we're actually talking about this, okay. My answer is indefinitely. Indefinitely, mm-hmm. but it has urine. Mm, I guess. So what does it do? Sweat it out. <laughs> I guess I don't That's know. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's my answer. Indefinitely, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Three days. Three days. Sure. <clears throat> How about this? Eight months. Hmm. Yeah, eight, that was my next answer. Eight <laughs> months. Which holding your urine for eight months. Can you imagine? <clears throat> this is a perfect segue to talk about our new series, Inside. <laughs> I quit. I'm this done. is this is going backwards. <laughs> is it this bad because I'm fasting? Or is it really this bad? I'm making it this bad. Like, are you fasting? <laughs> No, I'm full up. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't missed one, have you? Nope. <laughs> I have not missed a meal. Oh, mm. man. That, mm. that question was my segue. It's all it, about inside. The, you thought it through. <laughs> you <laughs> thought it through. I give you that. Another thing he's been holed up in his office doing this morning. No, uh-uh. <laughs> is I thought of all this on the way here. Um, mm. Okay. Yeah, let's must talk have about taken a congratulations on the win, <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, congratulations, Tiffany, for uh, you should be so proud of yourself for <laughs> knowing you. all that garbage. I thought those were great answers. Well, she didn't know all that. She knew three and a half. She knew enough. <laughs> three and a half out of 15. She got that's lucky. Not, that's I, not great. I made lucky guesses enough. <laughs> what was the most interesting one to you guys? The wood frog question. <laughs> I think 25% of Americans believing that Sherlock Holmes is a real person. I think that was interesting. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Michael Jackson was interesting. Yeah. Yep. Composed and recorded music for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. And showering is scientifically proven to inspire creativity. Hmm. Anyway. All interesting. Right. Yep. And wood frogs can hold their TT for eight months. <laughs> it messed up, man. I thought it was going to be messed up talking about the voices in our head. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I just thought... You know what? This is this is gonna be weird talking about this message, so let's just get weird. <laughs> yeah. This um no, we started a new series. No, we didn't. We, we, we started a new series the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh I guess we do need to apologize for that because we had a mishap. We had a technical difficulty that caused us not to get recording for some reason from the first oh, week. Yeah. So but um We tried to, but the the board said no. But this but but since then we we got it. Got it. Hopefully, hopefully straightened out until it happens again. <laughs> now we're, we we're, have we have quarantined the offending flash drive. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but this was so. This was part two of our series inside the series, specifically focusing on the Holy Spirit. And uh, and you jumped right into the text there Sunday. I right, did right from the jump. Mm. We were in John chapter fourteen. Verses 25 through 27. It was funny because there was a conversation took place about your message at my house that night, Sunday night. But it was really just an argument 
because somebody was like, somebody said something about the message and because my oldest daughter wasn't able to be at church or whatever. And she was, mm-hmm. at, I think she was asking or whatever. And, um, <clears throat> Bray or Bella one, I think it was, I think it was Bella said, um, it was John chapter 14. It was verse 25. And Bray was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was ver- it was John chapter 14, 25 through 27. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I, I've got written down John fourteen twenty five through twenty seven, but I don't have the full verses here in front of me. So yeah, I can read them. Okay, um, verse twenty five. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace that I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Yeah. So uh, there in verse 25, all this I have spoken basically refers to anything that God has said, anything that God's word had said, anything that had, you know, uh, been made known, essentially. Uh, mm. That was my first note. Yeah. After after that, the next note I have is when things God has said, words of life try to come, there's lots of junk in the way, lots of junk for them to overcome. I don't mm-hmm. know if I said that. I don't know if I wrote that correctly. <laughs> What's your it, interpretation? That was my interpretation. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I really what this part was doing was trying to get us to understand that Jesus was kind of showing us his GPS location in, in relation to the, to the disciples. Like he's talking about being with them all these things I've said to you while I have been with you. Yeah. Um, and and basically, you know, all these things being all of the words of life, you know, because the teachings of Christ are not just teachings about life. They are life, and in them life is found. And mm. so, so, um, so when he says that, he says, I've given you all of this while I've been with you. In other words, you have to picture Jesus... And the, or a picture of the disciples sitting around a table or sitting around a fire or sitting on a hillside, and Jesus is teaching them the words of life. Well, that he was with them, and they were with him, and that was showing that Jesus was outside of them and trying to speak into them, you know? And so, like, that's where the whole junk thing that you called it right. comes in. There's, there's a lot of challenges that come when some when you're trying to listen to an outside voice to see if it has any merit um and any application to your life you're it's very difficult because it's like you know um a, a short attention span or mm-hmm. you know you've got problems in your life and you can't stop dwelling on those or you know i mean like you're a perfect example of that you know being here on sunday um you you try to sit down and listen and stuff, but if there if there was a fire to put out, mm-hmm. you know, you're obviously distracted. So there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that kind of get in the way. Mm-hmm. And and of course, you know, when you think of the disciples as they were listening to the words of life, not all of them got it. Right. Uh, there were many times where they went, "Hey Jesus, um, can you tell us what you meant by that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I, I I've got that note where you know, similar to what you just said, is Jesus is t- telling them this is something that's been with you, but is not yet. In you. in you, right? That's right, yeah. And and that was that was point number one was uh, because what I 
what I said was, was when it comes to being a disciple of Christ, there are three voices Mm -hmm. that are very important to the journey of faith. And we've been already talking about the first one, which is the outside voice. Yep. That was, uh, that's what I've got. I got number one outside voice, verse 25. (laughs) God uses outside voices in our lives to impact us, to encourage us, to correct us. Um, Mm-hmm. I've got uh, people today close themselves off to outside voices. They shut off anyone that isn't, I like this, anyone that isn't a certain, it's not coming from a certain person vein, basically. It's mm-hmm. not coming from a certain preacher or a certain ministry or a certain top teacher or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but they will they will shut themselves off to it. Man, I got to thinking when you said that, like how true that that, that really mm-hmm. is. It's like if um, if you are not, like on brand for me, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> you know, coming up here, well, tomorrow night for Bible study and then also as part of the Project 28, I'm going to be doing some teaching on worship. And there's a part of that that I touch on as well in that that made me think, man, it's the same way with music too, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. If, if it don't, you know, if we're, mm-hmm. if you get somebody and th- what's crazy is we're, we're worse about that with our worship music than we are with like yeah. secular music. Sure. Is yeah. that not crazy? Yeah. yeah. If you walk into a church and they're not playing your kind of music, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't but, that wild? But you'll you'll flip the the radio and listen to all kinds of music. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean mm-hmm. like as big of a white snake fan as Joey was. <laughs> <laughs> true or true or false? Mm, true. <laughs> okay. true. 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 Correct. All right. It's so, still, it still has moments and it owns me. You know, but as big of a white I have snake been redeemed, fan though. Tell me if this is true though. As big of a white snake fan as you were, you would probably still switch that dial and get you a little hip hop every now and then. Get you, oh. a little, get you a little Beastie Boys in there. A little Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, hey, Sonic Hedgehog 3. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's what got me thinking, though. And so, yeah, it, we're but we're like hardcore about it when it comes to our worship music, which is so disappointing if you think about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I I think, I, you know, when it comes to being picky and stuff, I, I mean, I, I even said this. It's important, I mean, because you... You know, we can call them voices, we can call them messages, we can call them a lot of things. But yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot that you have to like keep out. You yeah. know, I mean, garbage in, garbage out kind of stuff, mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, I I think that a lot of times they throw the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. when they do that. Yeah. I was I was just kind of talking about how I'm fearful that many people today in the church has just kind of become like spiritual snobs. Yeah, you yeah. know, no, nah, yeah, and, for sure. um, and so you know, and there's nothing wrong with being picky, but it's almost like, well, if, if God is not speaking through a certain type of medium, if He's not speaking through a certain type of pattern, you know, like for instance, a lot of people's denominational background impacts that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're mm-hmm. Baptist, you know, if it's not being spoken to you in three points, you know, and three points in a poem, yeah. and a poem, <laughs> and a you know, in a closing, you know, heartfelt message, right? It's not Baptist. Um, you know, I've, I've had Pentecostal people tell me, you know, why don't you prophesy? Like just, right. you know, God's given me a word for you, you know, right. that kind of thing. And so if it doesn't come in that way, or if it doesn't have a lot of like, yeah, if it don't have know, a fanfare, lot of emotion behind, yeah. emotion behind it, or if it's not, if it doesn't result in some type of altar service type manifestation, then that means that it wasn't the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so every, to your point, every denomination or every bend is susceptible to it in some mm-hmm. way, shape, sure. or form, and then we get, like you said, just super, super specific on it. And it, and and this would be 
along those same veins, like just whatever, whatever's on brand for you. So if it's a, um, you know, if for some people it's, you know, they, they like that really charismatic type preacher, you Mm -hmm. know, if, if, if it's not something that, uh, if it's not a Stephen Furtick clip, then it's not, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or for others, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, if it wasn't, if it wasn't Sproul, if it wasn't MacArthur, if it wasn't Popper, then it's probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we're all, we all are susceptible to yeah. it. Or even like my pastor's out this Sunday and we have a guest preacher. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to church this Sunday. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've that's true. That. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I, I kind of just tied that back to, you know, cause I always want to tie it back to scripture because I'm, I, I've had those conversations where they're like, you know, they want to, they want to challenge me about worship style. They want to challenge me about preaching style, whatever. And, and I'm just always like, Hey, show me the reference, not your preference. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, I want, I want people to understand that everything has to emanate from scripture. It all has to come from there. And, um, and so like I reminded our church Sunday about, you know, don't downplay the outside voices because we've got outside voices coming from everywhere from podcasts to, to you name it. But, um, but like, the, think about the disciples sitting around Jesus and looking at him, and they're like, mm-hmm. "You're not what I thought the Messiah was going to be like." Yeah, yeah. Like you mm-hmm. don't sound anything like you don't even have a sword on your side. Like mm-hmm. you were supposed to come deliver us from the Roman oppression, you know? Yeah. Like, and here, here you are over here talking about how you're going to die. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> like Jesus didn't meet anybody's preference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, I think that comes in so many. Di- well, I know we, we already talked about it. So many different flavors, but I can see how people do that, even with well, like to Tiffany's point where she said, "So, like, my pastor's out, so I'm not going to come." So some people are like that about a person. Mm-hmm. Some people are like that about um, their church, even. Yeah. Because uh, I have I have friends as as both of you do, I'm sure, but I have friends that that work in large churches, like mega churches and things like that, and. <clears throat> I know people who become very, um, and I'm, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't dare not throw like a church under the bus in this way, but uh, because, like I said, I know people who are on staff and they realize people in their congregations are this way. Uh, they'll say, basically, if it doesn't come from their church, then it's not, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, it's not, mm. yeah. That, yeah. They would never say that out loud. But that, like, in a way, it's like if it comes off their off their church, and the, and there there's something enduring about that in the fact sure. that I mean, it's and like from they loyalty. trust they yeah, trust they the source, right? Yeah. I mean, and that makes me feel good to know that people would be, but but in no way does that mean that you close yourself off completely to other every Absolutely. other outside voice. Absolutely, because yeah. um, you know, there's obvious plenty of examples in scripture and different places and and even in real life as well where messengers of God have been discounted because they didn't fit the bill mm-hmm. yeah. they didn't look the part you know or whatever and uh, and I and I just wanted our people to know that like because I don't want our people to be treating you know outside voices um, like they do their reels and TikToks, you know, just flipping through, like mm-hmm. just waiting for something to hit me, mm-hmm. you know, just waiting yeah. for something to matter. Right. And I'm like, you know, that's that's very dangerous. That's a very that's that's Russian roulette all day long, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Um, 
I think we should weigh and I think everything should be weighed and measured against scripture um, when it comes to voices uh, because back to kind of what I was talking about and, and I can't help because this is so fresh on my mind because preparing for teaching on worship um, my my point in all of that in regards to worship was you know the fact that you have someone who gets really really honed in on like okay well it's got to be from elevation or it's got to be from Bethel or it's got to be from Hillsong or no it needs to be or no it can't resemble of any of that mm-hmm. it has to yeah. be it has to be more like a very more like liturgical style or like classical style of worship and right. whatever you know so there's all across the spectrum here but uh, everything has to be weighed and measured regardless of where it comes from because it, if someone could possibly come along and this also goes for voices speaking into mm-hmm. your life too but someone could possibly come along and play something or sing something that's on brand for you, Mm -hmm. but it not actually line up with scripture. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you'll worship to it. Yeah. And when you worship to it, you're not worshiping the God of the Bible. Mm. So that, that's kind of like, that was kind of my point with it. And And same way we're preaching as well. Exactly. So when you started talking about that, that's where my mind went. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next one was the inside voice, which was verse 26. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of my notes that I wrote down, stuff that I like there, the rest of it I just threw out. But the um, <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm kidding. Uh, no, this, this is some of the stuff I wrote down. It said, uh, like, when your mom or your grandmother says, hey, use your inside voice, you mm-hmm. know, what they're saying is, you know, use a, use a softer voice, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like what you said where you said the, the inside voice spoke gently like it was, or I don't know what exact words you used, but it was like, it was strong, mm-hmm. but it was gentle. It was soft. Soft, mm-hmm. but soft, but strong at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing, the word that I, the word that I wrote there, because we're specifically talking about, you know, um, I wrote, it was comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the, and the inside voice will, will teach an inside voice will remind. Um, anyway, I like some of the stuff you said there because you mm-hmm. talked about how essentially, and again, I'm paraphrasing tremendously everything you said, but uh, that, so I encourage anybody who's listening, if you didn't hear the message, definitely go back and listen to it. Maybe go back and listen anyway. Um, but we all need to constantly be taught. Um, we need to be seeing things in a new way. We need to be seeing something Maybe that we've grown, um, I don't know what the word is, comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, very accustomed to, whether that's scripture, um, whatever. We need to be seeing it in a new way. We need to be li- we need to be listening and hearing, you know, having things brought up. Is that resonating with yeah. anything? You yeah, said at no, all? no, no, no. Essentially, right. where it lands is I, what I wrote down is the inside voice becomes your filter. For the outside voice. It is because it's, I mean, it is the Holy Spirit. That's right. ultimately what we're getting at here is the inside voice is the Holy Spirit because he says there, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, will remind you of everything I've said to you. Um, and back in verse 17, it, he Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit going, but you will know him for he lives with you and will be 
in you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jesus is now revealing to the, uh, to the disciples that even though he's got to return and go back to the Father, he's not leaving them. He's not, he's not abandoning them, you know. And so that, that inside voice now becomes that strong, soft voice um, that, you know, uh, just literally just, um, you know, is not only a filter, but it's, um, but it's also one of those things that, that teaches us and reminds us of what Jesus, you know, Jesus taught. And, and, and I, to Blake's point, you know, teaching that implies the fact that there are new things you do not know. Right. Like that, that's what that implies. Like you can't, you can't feel like you got a lock on the Bible, like you got a lock on Scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, if if a if a if a a spiritual uh, if a Scripture verse has made your coffee mug or has made it on one of your t shirts, it means it means a lot to you. Right. And chances are, you walk around around wearing that or reading or drinking out of that cup, mm-hmm. thinking you know what that verse means. But the Holy Spirit can always take something you've read a thousand times and bring a freshness to it and open up your eyes to see things. And all of a sudden now you're drinking that coffee with a different meaning on the front, you know, yeah, or wearing that shirt with a different meaning. I also like the part where you said um, about us uh, having spiritual amnesia. Yeah. uh, That inside, inside voice, Holy Spirit reminding us constantly of things that we know to be true. Yeah. Basically. So the fact that he says teach and remind, mm-hmm. remind implies the fact that we are going to forget. And we are forgetful. We we do have spiritual amnesia. There, there are many things that, you know, we hear that we're like, ooh, that's good. You know, you, you may have even heard something in this podcast already that you thought, ooh, that's good. And and you might even write it down. That's fine. But chances are that piece of paper is going to go in the garbage. Chances are you're going to forget not only what was said, but you're also going to forget why it was said, yeah. why it was important. And where that gets dangerous is that a lot of teachings of Christ come with serious consequences. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if we're forgetful of that, that's not going to be a card we can play on Judgment Day. I'm right. sorry, God, I forgot. Yeah. Shoot me. <laughs> you know. So. Um, the last note I have on that section is, Along the lines of what Tiffany said, you know, the inside voice also uh, warns us when an outside voice is speaking something false. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, as it goes to the last one, which was the, okay. Uh, let me say something before we go. To the last one, okay. Um, you know, it's important. Um, it's important that 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 inside voice and that outside voice align, mm-hmm. because if it if it doesn't, it creates it creates a problem, a serious problem. And uh, and that 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 brings us to the to the third one, you know, yeah. but which is the problem, but it's also the answer to the problem, right? Uh, number three being the untroubled voice, verse twenty-seven. Um, because when the outside voice and the inside voice match, it creates a certain harmony, a certain peace mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. within within us. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the Holy Spirit, the whole point of the Holy Spirit teaching us new things and reminding us of, of the the words of life that are taught through Christ's teachings, what those what what the Spirit is doing is getting us familiar with them. And so that when so that when we come across outside voices, then we're able to go, okay, that's not meshing, right? That's not aligning up with, with scripture. That's not aligning up to what 
to what um, I'm feeling on the inside. And so that's a red flag and that's a good, mm-hmm. that's a good check system, yeah. a checks and yeah. balance system for yeah. you spiritually. Yeah. You said, um, you know, essentially our bottom line when the outside voice and the inside voice doesn't match some, someone's wrong. Maybe they're both wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when I said that, I got some eyeballs, and so because it sounded like I was saying that at times the Holy Spirit could be wrong, you know, because the inside voice, if the inside voice is wrong and the outside voice is right, then there's 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 a struggle there, mm-hmm. or vice versa. But that's not what I was. I I, I never implied that. I, I what I never said that I think a lot of people were thinking was <laughs> that there that. Inside of us, there's only one voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the big misconception. Right. Because there's not just one voice. Yeah. You said additional mm-hmm. inside voices come from outside voices that we believe and then internalize yeah. over time. Yeah. And the, the example that you use is that of that is our like our parents or grandparents mm-hmm. or someone who has a tremendous influence in our life. Um, I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know that we've all been internalized things from our parents and from our grandparents that we later come to learn are just not right. Yeah. They're incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I'll say practical application speaking, this conversation right here is why it's so important not only to study the word on your own, but also to be in community where you can bounce that off of pe- bounce what mm-hmm. you're understanding off of people, hear their understanding and check each other um, it's just important to do both. Yeah, it's it's a powerful thing, and I think this is one thing that's missed out on being live in community versus like an online community kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. is there's something powerful. I, like this actually happened between me and the deacons this past Sunday night. They were at the house, and we, we were spending some time together in prayer and everything and talking about stuff, and it's powerful when an entire community, an entire group, all agree on one scripture, like, yeah. like, and, and not only agree in that scripture, but agree with how everybody's interpreting it. Mm-hmm. And, and and then when it gets out in the group, what it is is it's it's almost like imagine if an outside voice and an inside voice when it lines up, there's a little button you can push and it gives you a little ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that feels good. I like that, like a little ah. Oh. Well, in a in a community when you're getting that. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's almost like you're sitting there hitting the button over and over and over and over and over. It's like whenever somebody speaks, oh, 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 that's so good. This is so good. And that's that's called community. That's mm-hmm. why we feel like family when we're all in agreement on the inside and the outside. Yeah. That's what's awesome. Now you show me somebody. You show me somebody sitting over there that's like, Mm-mm, I ain't buying it. Yeah. You know. Well, guess what? There's turmoil going on on the inside. They're mm-hmm. they're not joining in. They're not hitting the ah button over yeah. and over and over. They're sitting over there stewing, maybe because of some outside voice that told them something. And it could have been a parent. It could have been a grandparent. It could have even been a a great teacher that they trust somewhere, you know, or a previous pastor or something like that. They're not buying it. It's like they, you know, there there's there's discontent because there's a disconnect, mm-hmm. right. Or they could have internalized one of those voices over time, and now it's become inside voice, and now they're sitting there listening to another outside voice, and they're stewing over it yeah. because it yeah. dis- because it doesn't line up. I like what you said when you talked about you know church hopping, yeah. and you kind of alluded mm-hmm. to it already, but it's like 
flipping through reels or whatever, right? You're flipping through all those outside voices till you find something that matches. And matches what you're yeah. hearing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What it is that you've really listening to. And that's very dangerous. What it is that you've mm-hmm. internalized. And I think that's kind of the the really the I guess the key point of this of the message was make sure that the inside voice that you're listening to is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Right. right. Which brought up the question, how do you know that? Right. And that that brings us to next week. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know, <laughs> join us next Sunday. I We're do gonna talk about that. I did want to say, you know, I like uh I think I wanted to point out what you said was really good and powerful. Um, and I don't think uh, maybe hopefully people took notice of it when you said at the end, after making that particular point, mm-hmm. what I just said about mm-hmm. people church hopping and flipping through things. Um, you were very, very bluntly basically saying, Hey, if you've got something that I'm doing, if there's something I'm doing, mm-hmm as an outside voice in your life mm-hmm. that's, and again, I'm paraphrasing, right? Mm-hmm. but if there's something that I'm doing as an outside voice in your life that is not gelling with the inside voice, then we need to... Something's wrong. Yeah. We need to, tur- we need to talk. talk about it. Yeah. yeah, we need to talk about it because there will never be peace yeah. as long as that's taking place. Right. And so we need to, we need to rectify that. And I, I didn't say this, but I will say this now. For those... And this goes for any pastor, because I know we have pastors that listen in to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to, as a pastor, you've got to know this. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's fine. That's fine. Um, but you ca- you've got to be willing to listen. you got to be willing to mm-hmm. say, okay, why don't we agree and stuff? And you know what? It may boil down to a scripture and just you two interpret it differently. Yeah. I just see that differently. Okay, yeah. that's fine because we can agree to disagree and we can worship together in that disagreement. You know, yeah, right? Because that's what we've talked about before on right. here, and we talk about it at church all the time with open hand issues and close hand issues. Yeah. But, but, um, but what I want people to know is, is if you are sitting there and you don't agree with what your pastor is saying, mm-hmm. you've got to go to him. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit back and and say. You know, and disconnect from him, and then go listen to somebody that you agree with. Right? You can't do that. All you're doing is building a greater divide there. And let me tell you what's going to happen. One or two things are going to happen. All right. First of all, let me tell you what's already happening. Your spiritual life is paralyzed as far as that church goes. Yeah. It's like you're never going to get more involved. Your the church the church community is never going to be able to be for you what you need it to be. Mm -hmm. And then. The second thing is that's going to happen is eventually you will leave or you'll wait out the pastor till he leaves. Well, I was going to say, yeah, if you don't go to him, then the act of not going to him. So what what you're what you're doing, you're right. One of two things, uh, or maybe he doesn't leave. But what you're doing is either one of two things is going to happen. You are eventually going to leave. Yes, or you're going to almost immediately begin to sow disunity within that body. Yeah. That's it. And, and, That's it. And most likely both. Both. You're most yeah. likely going to do you'll both. You'll do it on your way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll do it on your way out and because your way out may be over the course of five years or ten years even. Like, yeah. But you'll sow disunity the entire way. Yeah. Without realizing yeah. it. Because you know? that, that's probably the one of the biggest complaints that the world has to the church 
is that, well, wait a minute, you know, y'all all claim to be, you know, serving the same God, you serve the same Jesus, you worship him, all y'all claim the same thing, yet half like y'all are all factioned up, you don't agree. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To the point that there is disunity, there mm-hmm. is disconnect. And and that is a bad message that the church sends to the world. And yeah. I don't know if we can ever overcome that. But I will say this, I will say that that um unless it's like close handed issues like mm-hmm. the virgin birth and <laughs> Christ being the only way to, to heaven. Right. Um there's no reason why we can't have open-handed issues and talk about those things yeah. and say, okay, let's let's talk about why you feel that way on the inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, so, that, that's kind of one of the reasons that I wanted to circle back and bring that up is that I feel like it's important, and I hope our church recognized it in the fact of um, with you inviting them to say, hey, come talk to me. Yeah. And, and to anybody else who's in ministry that, that would listen to this is, to say, you know, above everything, like, um, don't be arrogant, right? Yeah, you know, don't, like mm-hmm. you reserve the right to always be wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's it, and, and that was my yeah, last point. That's what yeah. you said. You said, you know, that you um, you're not uh, essentially what you said. I'll say it the way that I would want to say it mm-hmm. was, you're not arrogant enough to to say that you're always right, right? But that you cared enough to to want to be right want to be right which means let's talk yeah that's all that really because yeah. there's a big so. difference and i know there's a lot of pastors out there that think they're right yeah and i just want to say to you it's more important to want to be right yeah than to think you're right mm-hmm. yeah you know like do not do i mean do not finalize that kind of stuff don't put that stuff on lockdown like yes there are close-handed issues but there are open-handed issues that honestly, you've got to be willing to say, okay, I reserve the right to be wrong here. Right. But right now, as it stands, my what I'm feeling on the inside of my spirit and what I see the scriptures teaching, those things match and I have a peace. Yeah. And so, but that doesn't mean I'm right. I've got that on lock. Yeah. I, I just think I think it's important that um as people who who carry the gospel that mm. Uh, the hills that we die on mm. are, say it uh, as plainly as I know how, the hills that we die on are damnable offenses. Yes. They're, yes. Clo- they're close-handed issues. Exactly. As in, the only hill I'll die on is the one that will send you to hell. Mm. Mm. That's it. You know? That's it. And that that's that, those are the hills that I die on. And yeah. Because ultimately, that's what's worth it. Exactly. That's what's worth my life, is what would send you to hell, mm. and so that that's where we have to draw the line, mm. and everything else. Let's talk. That's mm-hmm. it. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, let's work through it. Like you feel differently about you know um, about eternal security. Let's talk. You feel differently about you know speaking in tongues or something like that. And then let's talk. You feel differently about Calvinism versus Arminianism. Let's talk. Let's talk. Dispensationalism, yeah. whatever it is, bat- mode of baptism, whatever. Prophetic versus preaching, all yeah. that, and yeah. I get, I get. Practically speaking, there's a lot of that stuff that um, that becomes, you know, somewhat of a hurdle for for people. Yeah, but let's at least have the conversation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Let's yes. don't let's don't just keep flipping through the voices until we find one that yeah. matches what that, we want. That yeah. yeah, because 
in that process, if we're unwilling to have the conversation, then that means that 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 means that that strong internal feeling may be rooted in something that's not the Holy Spirit. Because essentially what you're saying is, I, I don't want unity. That's it. And what was the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Yes. You're right. It was to yes. comfort and to unify. Yeah. You know, Do you think they, the Jews and the Gentiles want to be together? Right. They were in, in one accord, and yeah. it's not a Honda sedan, but like it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's, so if, if that's not what we're, what we're aiming at in that process, if we just want to flip through the voice and walk out and find the one that's more on brand for us, mm-hmm. then that, that in and of itself is a good tale that the internal voice inside of you is not the one of the comforter and the unifier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why you need to come next Sunday. <laughs> Cause we're going to talk about what the Holy, the, the voice of the Holy spirit sounds like. Um, these are the things that you're going to, you're going to find that these are the things we need to learn. People don't realize this. Like you just don't become a believer have the Holy Spirit. Yes, you do. The Holy Spirit is there mm-hmm. as a believer. I thought you were going to say, how about you? Yes, you do. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> how about you? <laughs> Please don't do that on Sunday. No, we're not going to do Please that. Please don't do that. Uh, but, if, <laughs> but just because you have the Holy Spirit inside you doesn't mean that you understand things. you got to learn some mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about four things you really need to learn in order to understand the Holy Spirit. And I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be very, very educational, helpful Sunday. Cool. I'm excited. Um, so, what else is coming up? Any anything in particular we need to announce or talk about? That I'll say think of? Uh, we talked earlier about you teaching worship in Project Twenty Eight. Mm-hmm. You're also teaching that in Adult Bible Study tomorrow night, right? Yes. So that'll be fun. That's Y'all come. That'll be a little different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a little different. different. Um, I was trying to think of what we could name this particular episode. I have an idea, but it has. N- Really, not a lot to do with anything that we talked about. Yeah, you so, just like the word. What? Go ahead. No, it's not a word. Like I was thinking, because I really wanted to name it something to do with wood frog urine, but I couldn't <laughs> think of anything <laughs> catchy. Please don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless we just say wood frog urine, <laughs> please, which don't. would probably get a lot of clicks. A lot of people would be like, "Let's um, um, let's just go and see what that's about." What do preachers need to? <laughs> Let's face it, it's not the worst thing we've talked about. Uh, I think probably the creative thing to name that. So we're doing this on Tuesday. We normally record on Mondays. So I was thinking, <laughs> because the ribbon cutting was supposed to be on October 9th, I was going to say a day late and a month early. I like it, though. <laughs> Look, whatever unifies us. <laughs> Whatever brings us together as a community. <laughs> I yeah. like it. TBD. Yeah. Well, there's also, there could also be something about the unicorns being a blessing. <laughs> unicorns are blessed. <laughs> what Unicorn if we call it? Blessings. Many unicorns are a blessing. I love that. I like it. I like that. You can call it that? I'd like that. Not wood frog urine. No. Okay. <laughs> Not no. that. No, that's last. So you like that? That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Many unicorns. Are a blessing. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> All I right. love it. All right. I'm down with it. All right. Sounds good. See y'all. Later. See ya.
Sandy Grevy.